Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. I'm Lisa Davis with the beautiful and talented Andrea Donsky. And so many of us are always hungry. And it, you know, it can be so annoying. So not only are we always hungry, but we're basically told that we need to eat less and move more. And that's the conventional advice. Well, here to talk about some better advice is a wonderful David Ludwig, MD, PhD. We're going to talk about his book, Always Hungry, Conquer Cravings, Retrain Your Fat Cells and Lose Weight Permanently. Hello there, Dr. Ludwig. So glad to have you on. Nice to be talking to you again. Oh, I know. We had such a great time on It's Your Health. I want to mention that I just think your book is absolutely fantastic. I have oh, read so many books in this industry, and I love the healthy the emphasis on healthy fat. And I also love what I just mentioned, which was that, give us why this is an issue with the eat less, move more. What is the problem with that conventional calorie-balanced calorie approach? What is it disregarding? Yeah, right. You know, well, <laughs> we've been told for uh, half a century that if you want to lose weight, just Eat less, move more, uh, calorie balance, all calories are alike. And it, you know, it sounds so simple that uh, if you can't do it, there must be something the matter with you. At least that's implied by this mindset. So perhaps that explains why people who do have a weight issue are subject to stigmatization, discrimination, bias, because we assume it's a character issue, a lack of discipline and willpower. But what the calorie in, calorie out model neglects is that humans aren't toaster ovens. You know, if you were an inanimate object, the calorie balance approach would work perfectly fine, but we're dynamic biological systems. When we cut back on calories, the body doesn't just uh, act passively, it responds. It, and if you keep cutting back, it'll fight back. How does it fight back? Well, the first thing it does is make you hungry. Hunger isn't a passing um, feeling. It's a primal biological signal that your body needs fuel. And if you keep resisting and uh, ignoring your hunger, then your body will use its really powerful weapons, invoking the starvation response, releasing stress hormones, slowing down metabolism. Now that, combined with hunger, is a setup for failure. And that explains the phenomenon we've observed, that low-calorie diets will cause short-term weight loss, but almost invariably weight regain is predictable. So what is the relationship between you know, eating less and let's say our blood sugar regulation and insulin? Can you explain a little bit about that and how it relates to what you're talking about? Yeah, well, we have to ask, why are people getting heavier and heavier, especially as we followed government recommendations and eaten less and less fat as a proportion of our diet? Well, the problem with this low-fat diet is that it's, as we've done it, it's loaded with processed carbs, white bread, white rice, prepared breakfast cereals, cookies, crackers, the, all the, like, those low-fat desserts and snacks that have been advertised as a health food. The problem is these foods raise levels of the hormone insulin more so than any other food. Now, insulin is like a miracle grow for your fat cells, uh, not the kind of miracle you want to happen in your body. But this is just endocrinology 101. Mm -hmm. High insulin levels, if you, if you give a, an experimental animal too much insulin, it will predictably gain weight. A child who's coming in with type 1 diabetes when first diagnosed can't make enough insulin and will have lost weight no matter how much he or she is eating. 
if you don't have diabetes, the fastest way to lower your insulin levels is to cut back on processed carbs. And then what happens is that your fat cells, the insulin programs these fat cells to suck up calories. When your insulin levels drop, your fat cells calm down. They open up, they release these pent up calories back into the body. Your brain says, well, that feels good. Turns off hunger and craving centers, metabolism speeds up, and you begin to lose weight with your body's cooperation, not with your body kicking and screaming. All right, so Dr. Ludwig, in the title, you have Retrain Your Fat Cells. So it sounds like taking out these processed foods, adding more healthy fats, that's part of the retraining? Yeah, so the first thing is to get the body out of starvation mode. So we completely abandon the calorie counting model. We think that's just a really almost a cultural delusion. It doesn't work. Uh, In fact, if calorie counting were so important to weight control, how did humans ever manage to avoid massive swings in their body weight before the notion of the calorie was invented 100 years ago? So true. It it doesn't make sense. So you eat as much as you want until you're satisfied, snack when hungry, with the goal of changing your metabolism, lowering insulin, calming chronic inflammation. When that happens, the calories stay in your blood longer and you're naturally less hungry. Your body naturally will want to shed those excess calories uh, when you, in effect, lower your body weight set point. So one part is to reduce the processed carbs. And we do that with luscious, rich, high-fat foods, uh, nuts and nut butters, full-fat dairy, dairy, uh, sauce, rich sauces and spreads, dark chocolate, savory protein, but also not getting rid of all carbohydrates. It's not an Atkins-type diet either. As long as those are unprocessed, slow-digesting carbs, you're, you're good. And then we combine that diet with a, a focus on what we call the three life supports, quality sleep, stress relief, and enjoyable physical activities. It's got to be enjoyable. No, you know, We're not going to maintain it if we're grueling away on a treadmill, you know, that's just another form of deprivation. True. So would you say this is a, a new diet per se, or would you say this, like, I, what I'd love for people who are listening say, okay, this sounds amazing. And by the way, what you're saying is just so true. I always tell people calorie counting is so 2012, 2011, like <laughs> we are now in 2016, like throw away the calories. Like we don't need the calories. So I love that you're even well, saying this that. Is what, be- this is not, I mean, I wrote the book to present the science and that's part one in a way that it will be accessible to the public, but also credible to scientists. There's hundreds of references yeah, for anybody who's got that interest. But uh, secondly, to um, present a, a provide a program for people to actually do this at home. But ultimately, we need a new paradigm. This is a question of recognizing that the old approach of count restricting calories, cutting back on fat, has done more harm than good. It's contributed to the epidemic. It's stigmatized people who couldn't manage to eat less. Uh, It's set up a battle between mind and metabolism we're destined to lose. We need a new paradigm based on research that goes back literally a century, but hasn't made it into the clinic, into the weight loss clinic. In the research Mm -hmm. lab, we know that uh, if an experiment, you, you make a transgenic mouse and it gets fat, it's not a question of willpower, it's biology. And we've got to understand that weight is more about biology and willpower. And we've got to put biology back on your side so that you can succeed over the long term. So just so people who, for people who are listening, they can understand. So they, they buy your book and you explain all of this in the book. And then you also give recipes that they could follow, right? So if they're like, wait a second, how do I eat? What do I eat? You provide that meal plan for them as well, right? 
Yeah, we have a complete uh, meal plan for that goes throughout phase one, which is two weeks. We call it a boot camp for your fat cells, but not for you because you're going to be enjoying all the rich, um, tasty yeah. foods. And then uh, the meal plan continues into phase two, where you learn how to make your own. And then in phase three, it individualizes. You get to figure out just what the balance is, creating a personal prescription that's right for you. I'll, I'll point out that my wife who's a gourmet natural foods chef and educator, did all of the recipes and meal plans. So we wanted to make them really tasty. And um, your listeners could come join our Facebook community. We, in the last month, are already up to 2,700 people following the program, sharing recipes, giving support. It's the official Always Hungry Book community uh, on Facebook. (laughs) Right, which I think is great. And so for those of you who are listening, you can also learn more about Dr. Ludwig at his, on his website at drdavidludwig.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at David Ludwig MD. I think this is an amazing book, Dr. Ludwig. Thank you so much for being on the show for us today. And as a nutritionist, I love everything that you're saying. And I talk well, about thanks. blood sugar balance all the time. So excellent, excellent book. So thank you. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well. Mm-hmm.